Plus I can't turn the swell off The franchise doing big business I live this, it's automatic I win this, so you hear those horns You finish, a soldier And I stay under you fighting Plus I'm storming on you chumps Like I'm thunder and lightning Ain't no way you breaking me, kid I'm harder than nails Plus I keep it on lock Like I'm part of the jail I'm slaughtering stale competition I got the whole block wishing They could run with my division But they gone fishing With no bait, kid, your boy, hold weight I got my soul straight I brush your mouth like Colgate in any weather, I'm never better Your boy's so hot, you never catch me in the next man's sweater If they hate, let them hate I drop your whole clan Lay your ass down for the three-second tan Your time is up, my time is now You can't see me, my time is now It's the franchise where I'm shining now You can't see me, my time is now Hello and welcome to another episode of Anatomical Precision I'm your host, Mike the Dog Klein And with me tonight Chris Schlegel, as always. Lon Sims. And Dan White. What? Dan, I have a question for you. How does it feel uh, to be on a podcast mm-hmm. with players at, like, above your station? Above my <laughs> station? <laughs> Starting I mean... You have... Cri- you have... You have... You have... Cri- you have... Chris and Lon, two uh, highly professional players at the game of Guild Ball. Uh, are you starstruck? Um, well, I am looking at a Skype camera right now, and I am starstruck. Starstruck. <laughs> <laughs> I am starstruck at the anime figurine dolls I'm seeing. So I that yes, I'm speechless. Never meet your heroes, folks. It's a scary room I'm looking at. <laughs> All righty. Um. So yeah, first episode back. Uh, it's a number of us, a number of a second. Yeah, well, sorry, second attempt at the first episode back. Um, we were at a little event called well, SteamCon US. At least three of us were. Mm-hmm. Dan didn't make it. Blame. That was pretty sad. I was actually, I was sad. I was looking forward to meeting Dan. Now I'll just have to wait till uh, second wind. Well, I assume wait. you're going to that. I am going to that. I championed that. And oh, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was sad to not go as well, but I was there in spirit. Christopher Yen was there, and he is my butcher brother, so hopefully you guys made fun of him and gave him some trolls. <laughs> Chris was there. Chris did a lot of um, crafty stuff. He was very painty. Like all, yeah. 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 <clears throat> um, so what did you end up doing uh that weekend instead of SteamCon US, Dan. This this is not good audio. I you want me to tell you about how I went to work and how I, you know, pushed sausages through a tube and twisted them. Is that you just gotta detail? you gotta twist the facts a little bit. Yeah. So what you did was you practiced butchers. Oh yeah yeah. So in my in my room I have what's called the dojo. I've got war maps everywhere. I have computers. I have uh, people basically coming up with the next hot strat because Tempo Smiths was so last year. I need a new secret weapon. Excellent. Okay. Yeah. An atomic bomb to beat the elite players like you schmoes. There you go. <laughs> uh, I mean, you had a lot of you had a lot of uh, strats on your last episode. You should just try one of those. 
<laughs> I did. <laughs> the Falconer's Shadow Games did not work very well. Okay. Yeah, I was about to say, okay, can can we just I, I'm not gonna hype on your podcast. Just if in case you don't know, Dan White uh hosts a uh, podcast called The Pitch and they just actually had an episode out which we recorded at the same time as our original recording. And uh Dan's hot strat uh Dan and Lance's hot strat for the Falconers <laughs> was use Davana beautiful momentous tackle on four with tack five um to get the ball from models and then airmail them down the field to other models to go score yeah um how how did that how did that work (laughs) all right well in all honesty not very good okay Fair. That's all we that's all we need to know. Okay. All right. So SteamCon US recap. We were gonna make it quick and sweet. It was a sweet event. Lon, what did you do? Uh mostly did a lot of hanging out. I think I only really played like what, like maybe five games the whole weekend. I did hanging out, I did media stuff. Uh, I got some good interviews with the devs. Those are up on my blog. Um and I ate some ghost banana pudding. That was the highlight of my trip. Amazing. It was it was the best ghost uh possible serial killer banana pudding ever. It really was. It was delicious. <laughs> Chris actual... Okay. So I played in the L C Q for uh just two rounds of showing up. No, I, I did O one drop. Oh O one drop, okay. Because, yeah. I, I don't care that much. I wasn't going to win nationals, and even if I could, college would not allow me to go to UK. So who cares? I want to get to play in season four. So I did. I played a total of 16 games over SteamCon US, uh, 13 of which were Navigators. Yeah, yeah. Uh, would, one of which was Corsair, and two of which were Doubles. Yeah, man, we did Doubles. Chris and I were on a wait, team. Wait, 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 wait. Chris, did, would you say you played a boatload of game <laughs> unfortunately that was great <laughs> yes I, I did play a boatload of games i avoided the typhoon um so yeah that's it <laughs> and you play and oh, at yeah, the end... i got to play bryce at like 2 a.m on a saturday night which was i guess technically sunday night and that lasted until 4 a.m where a mixed drink of some sort got spilled on the pitch and i was already winning so we just called it mm-hmm. and he didn't give you a coin yeah he still owes me a coin uh so i'll, I'll be waiting for that one in the mail or next time i see you bryce <laughs> excellent uh who was drunker for that game you sorry real who quick was what? who was more drunk for that game chris you or bryce it Definitely. was certainly bryce by my <laughs> estimate Okay. Uh, it, was, yeah, it was definitely Bryce. <laughs> it was since it was the second. It's the second night. I have a really t- hard time getting drunk two nights in a row. <laughs> Fair. Well, it was really funny because Jamie and I. I was like, Jamie, let me go buy you a drink, and and he's like, No, I don't drink on work trips, you know, and blah blah blah. And then like, here comes Bryce. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, that's the difference. I, I feel like I I don't know, but I'm trying to understand culture, and I feel like that there might be a slight cultural difference between the British Scottish? Yeah, maybe. We don't understand culture. We're Americans. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, at least at least one of us is from a, a, a cultured city, so gotta at least yep. try. Cedar Rapids, Iowa. 
culture gem <laughs> of the Midwest. Excellent. What about you, Mike? How was your uh, How was your scus? It was great. Uh, played in nationals. Ended up uh, going four zero on the first day. Played uh, the second day. Uh, ended up lo- losing it. Uh, finally, I, I mean, he was he was saying that he didn't wasn't confident he was going to win the game, but I knew he was due for it. Uh, lost uh, in the semifinals to Pat Van Value. Uh, you know, like if you have to lose it, other than like uh, in the finals, you know, Pat's a great guy, and I was actually rooting for him pretty hardcore. Um, and I was really, totally really, fun. really sad when uh, when he threw it away to bots. <laughs> But um, it, I think it works out because they ended up both going either way, so they both ended up getting kind of a trip out of it. <laughs> so good for the Chicago guys. But yeah, uh, besides that, played a bunch of games um, with people, played a bunch of different guilds, ended up finally by the end of uh, SteamCon US like settling towards Hunters. Which was uh, which was cool. I'm excited for them, but I'm also excited to play a bunch of different guilds, uh, and I'll kind of talk about all my season four love. I do want to give a quick shout out to all of the uh, love that anybody showed to the podcast at um, SteamCon US. I had a couple people come up to me um, and just like shout out, like, "Hey guys, like the show, enjoyed this episode." Blah blah blah. Dan White is a jerk. I don't listen to him. Um, you know all those all those kind of things. So you know, thanks for uh, thanks for all the love uh, and just to anybody that I had met for the first time. I had said like uh, WTC was like the the love fest where everybody got to be like best friends. SteamCon US, I felt like we were so excited about season four. There was a lot of people that we met, but yeah, less people that sure. like you know got to like really hang with. So if I missed out on hanging with you or missed out on talking with you, um, you know. Next time, come find me. Uh, interesting experience to have yeah. people know who you were, know who you were, and I was, and I was like a little, you know, not not weirded out, but just taken aback. I'd say it was a little interesting. You were surprised people actually read your blog, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I was saying it's yeah, it's not just me hitting F five all the time. There you go. Hey man, the last one got a lot of hits. All the little interviews I did, like. Uh, a lot of people liked that one. So yeah, after you, after you, my favorite. After you betrayed all, all uh, the other people, write my blog for me. Oh no, that one. You're talking about the one where you got our opinions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that See, was good. I I just can't read a chart very well. I feel like I'm in math class. So all those <laughs> random opinions and conjecture was great. But then I got to the end with the bar charts. Immediately <laughs> fell asleep. Yeah. But my dog was there to save me from drowning in my cereal. <laughs> Good. Uh, I mean, I would. I I guess I. Why do you even try to do statistics on your podcast, Dan? Well, <laughs> ten out of ten, it works. Eleven out of twelve, I don't know. We, right. Do we do we actually use statistics ever? Uh, in your last episode, but I said I wouldn't talk about that. So moving on. Uh, news and announcements. Um, there are some some things coming up. Uh, we have a quote unquote local 32 man event out. Uh, so Literal. just for, yeah, well, a little bit of background, uh, like game stores in New York, uh, both city and Long Island have apparently just been, you know, like shutting down, um, pretty, pretty randomly. So the one that Damn. the, um, the one that the Long Island 
the main Long Island crew plays out on Eastern Long Island uh, actually closed down and um, pretty like suddenly and unexpectedly. Uh, and it seems like, you know, it was a pretty big, it affected them pretty big because I, I know a lot of them are, you know, uh, a little bit on the younger side and been playing there since like, you know, they were kids and whatnot. Uh, I mean, I guess some of them kind of still are kids, but um, littler kids. Anyway, uh, so we there is like a, there are a few other stores on the island. So I guess they kind of reached out to one of the other stores and were like, "Hey, let's you cool if we start running events out of this store?" And uh, they posted it up, and somehow between like I think the Long Island scene is like been growing a bunch, and I like I see some new names. There's some actual. New York City players that I like I know who they are but haven't got a chance to play a game with them because it's impossible to play uh really within the within the city that frequently um but yeah so we, and we ended up getting people from like all over the place South Jersey uh, I think maybe some you Connecticut people Gray. yeah we got Zach Gray who decided that he was just gonna fly into LaGuardia stay over or like hang out by me the night before get some uh, real pizza, you know, some real New York pizza, and then uh, go out to this event. Yeah, so uh, as of the last time I looked, there was one spot left. So if you have not come to this yet, uh, or if you have not signed up, you should. Uh, Dan, what's your excuse? I couldn't afford to go to SteamCon US. There's no way I can afford even, like, a five-minute trip to New York. What's the... That's about how long it takes. Afford though, right? What? Sold out of Bourbon Trail Open. No, don't don't say that I'm going there. I bought a ticket out of fear of missing out, and I have no plans on how I'm actually getting there. So. Well, you know what? That's actually kind of funny because I'm in the same boat. <laughs> I also I also bought a ticket on fear of missing out, and have no idea that if I will be able to allow to slash have the means to uh, to get there. So we'll find out. That might mean another one of the Cincinnati locals gets to go. Um, but that leads me to our next topic. Uh, oh, yeah. All these events are selling out really quickly. Uh, I think it's largely due to the excitement of season four. So let's talk about season four. Oh, just skipping over my other my other announcements, Chris, huh? Oh, what was the other one? Uh, just keep an eye out that we have uh, anatomical precision acrylic widgets, maybe some wood widgets. Uh, in the works, they'll be coming out. They look pretty sweet. I'm gonna post a picture of it. Well, I'm gonna have, uh, I'm gonna have a picture posted of it on Twitter because apparently we have a Twitter now. Uh, yeah, some Russian at, uh, hacker runs our Twitter account. Yeah, we actually I, already put a picture of the widgets on our Twitter page. Oh, look so at that! So make sure you, you get follow us at Anatomical P. Anatomical, anatomical P is the greatest that's what Twitter, that's that's what Twitter the, <laughs> We are truly the memers they keep on memeing. That is You're gonna get some random tweets one day. <laughs> that is that is great. Um so yeah, follow us on that. Um and uh look out. Yeah, I will uh, probably not tweet that often because I hate Twitter. Um but there will be probably great tweets from Lon on there. Yeah. And I'll keep on memeing the way I do. Excellent. All right, so, so season four. Season four. I wanna I wanna toss this over. I I mean I think I, I think the general statement the sentiment is gonna be excitement. But 
I'm gonna I'm gonna toss this over. I'm gonna be polite to our guest, and I kind of want to hear what um your if you had to give your elevator pitch for like how you're <laughs> feeling about season four, Dan. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Before I answer, what number of topics are we on? Because I am really messed up right now. Is this our first topic? Uh, this is our discussions in okay. the. Uh, yep. If you look Sorry. at the show notes. I, mm-hmm. Well, I'm just. I am a little high, and I don't know how long we've been doing this. <laughs> I think I you. Really... I think you fell asleep for a while. Uh... I don't know what's going on and where we are. I'm trapped and surrounded by Michael Klein. It's my hell. We're now the... surpassed. <laughs> All right. Um. So your question was, what's my take on season four? What did no? What do you see? Yeah. Your elevator, like elevator pitch, like if you had to describe how you were feeling about season four, what are you excited yeah. about? What are you scared about? I Tell us no how fear. you feel. Like I was deeply afraid of Thresher all of season three, and then I was scared to decimate for a while. But I have no fears right now. Everything is so new and fresh and exciting. We live in a world of choices. And I will tell everyone about all the best choices. Well, the other, the other podcasts focus on one or two perceived good choices. So, all right. All right. Get, this is, we didn't bring you on to, to be a, a show promoted. What guild are you going to be playing at the beginning of season four? Uh, rat, rat catchers or butchers? Because you got your butchers back. Not yet. But oh, they're in the they, mail. Apparently. They're on their way. All right. Uh, what what drew you to uh, rat catchers in particular? Um, <laughs> I think I love it when something is good but not expected good. Like you talk about options a lot. You're a big fan of options in Guild Ball. This guild is options galore and options for your opponent. So it's just I. It keeps people who lose attention spans really bad always into it the, because there's something new each turn. Holy so that's f- fuck, I'm high. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Edit that out. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't. I don't. No, no. <laughs> we'll just we'll, okay. release, a, we'll release a little snippet for... Oh, no, I mean, he works. That's fine. He'll be fine. Um, All right. Let's go over to Chris. Season four, impression. Overall impressions? Yeah. I'm really excited about how uh, <coughs> offensive it all is. Like, um, I feel like there is a ton. Uh, everybody's offensive output increased dramatically over their season three, uh, you know, whatever In- you say. State. Incarnation. Yeah, incarnation. That's a good word. Um. I have been, I mean, more miners, which is always more fun, uh, with navigators being released after the second delay here soonish, and miners with an E is super hype for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you're really into the the miner miner guild and uh, navigators, just kind of the miner yeah. guilds in general. Yeah, yeah. What do you like? What do you like about them? Obviously, uh, not the miners, but which is just an aesthetic. To figure out how the hell I'm supposed to uh, make a list. Uh Yeah. Yeah. Counterpicks counterpicks kind of exist, but 
I don't, I don't know. I don't like roster building. It's no secret that I really don't like roster building. And you also love that goal scoring jank. So both of them are up your alley. Yeah, both of them right up my alley. Uh, fortunately, I think I have to call it quits on rats because no, no, scourge, no. Uh, he doesn't. He doesn't give that bonus VP anymore, and that's really Ooh. what I really loved about that team. I mean, I love me some goal scoring jank, but I feel like navigators are the most fun goal scoring jank I've had in a long time. You had false love. Navig rats are all about <laughs> scoring and doing jank. It's not about takeouts. You were a bad lover. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Chris put in his he put in his work. He put in his time. I put in yeah. my time. Well you didn't enjoy it. You didn't I, appreciate no, it. I, I, I enjoyed you it. Away. Now, no, I enjoyed you left it. Her alone. And then, now she's cold and pregnant. I enjoyed it and then it changed and now we're here. You know He he fell out of love. People, Listen. People change, Dan. <laughs> people change. <laughs> you shouldn't have wanted me to change. Rat catchers. Rat catchers. <laughs> Okay. Um, so, all right, Lon. How about you? What do you? What's your season four impressions? All right, Dan. You might want to go get yourself a, a drink of water because I'm about to talk about some math. Yeah, I'm gonna go get some water. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we uh, we don't have a, like a lot of data, um, especially around you know things like win rates. You know, don't pay attention to that crap. It's been two weeks, people. Um, oh, yeah. But one thing that we can kind of look at that I do think is interesting is in the last two, two and a half weeks or so, what people are actually playing. And um, if you look at the percentiles, butchers are at 13%, morticians are at 10%, and hunters and blacksmiths are both about nine. So if you look at, you know, kind of the top three, top four, those are the ones you really need to plan to play against. In the beginning of the season, so if you're going to you know like a nice sizable event like uh, Second Wind or, or Mike's local that he's going to have, you know you're probably going to play one of those three teams between butchers and morticians and hunters. So even if you don't play those teams, go ahead and and get some practice in. So that's kind of my two cents. What I thought was interesting about the beginning of the season was, especially the the butchers. I think there's been kind of a press demand that people really want to bring their butchers back out well i will say there are seven hunters including myself at are at the the, the local the quote-unquote local event so um if you so like to play hunter hunter yeah if you get ready for the hunter's mirror basically it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah have a game plan for skatha have a game plan for ox have a game plan for scalpel because if you don't you're gonna have a bad time um I, I kind of want to come back on it. I I, I wanted this will kind of touch on, um, on kind of your point about like win rates, but like what is like good, what is bad. Something I was having a conversation with, uh, you know, Jared McGraw, friend of the show, uh, was like, and, and something he has trouble with sometimes is like when people talk about power level and like use win rates and try to figure out what's good, what's bad. Um, couple of things. One, obviously, like you said, Lon. The data isn't like really meaningful or significant at this point yet. Um, I mean, like one of the biggest weekends of season four so far was like half season three, half season right, four. Exactly, all blended uh, up together. Exactly. Um, 
but the second part is like let's like real talk skill player skill is about 95% of like the variation in in performance in the in this game uh i'm throwing out a random uh statistic or number there but like it's 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 clearly the like highest thing the reason right. we talk about like what's good what's bad we speculate we like have these discussions is cuz that's what's like what's easy to do that's what's like interesting like it's hard especially on like facebook or you know discord or wherever to be or twitter to be like have an in-depth discussion about like you know how's your positioning yeah yeah like how's your positioning going what's your decision making on the first turn blah 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 those things are good like discussions to have and like you can have them it but it's like hard to talk about that in the group setting so what do we go to we go to like oh is this good is this bad this sucks i'm excited i'm not excited you know anger happy all the emotions all that stuff um you don't have to paint a picture by discussing power levels and shit well when you're discussing any kind of like tactical things Uh uh-huh you always kind of got to paint a picture of what's happening on the pitch and why this scenario it's good instead of a general oh it's good because there's a lot of situations on the pitch yeah i mean i think go for it at the end of the day i mean remember like jamie and bryce and the developers they 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 know what they're doing you know they if you look at all of season three we're really talking about what like a 10 percent point spread between some of the like the best and the worst guild so you know we're when it comes to something as strong or something as weak we're talking about margins you know and your your skill as a player is going to way surpass those margins mm-hmm. so basically the the moral of the story is you know if you like the way something looks or you like the way something feels play it you're gonna mm-hmm. have a good time you're gonna be successful so and then i guess I my my secondary there yeah yeah and then my secondary thing is like it's okay to talk about the stuff like it's gonna happen it's natural i would say just don't take it like too seriously if you hear someone say that xy isn't good um like the truth is they may be slightly less powerful but like don't take it too seriously don't take it to heart just like it's lighthearted discussion play the games like the game's been a really fun spot there's a lot of cool things the general power level of guilt has gone up which means like more options more fun so yeah, like don't like don't let it get to your head. Don't don't get caught in a in a thinking trap about it. Right. Like if you uh, want to play order, callbacks. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> play order. Go play order. If you want to play rat catchers, play rat catchers. If you want to play falconers, play falconers. It's you'll you'll still have a good time and you'll still take wins off people. Hmm. Um. All right. So yeah. Uh. In all of that, I actually didn't say what my season four impressions are. I'm yeah. stoked about hunters. Um. The bear, Skatha, Chaska, Betminks. <laughs> all those models are really good. All the hunters' models are really good. Um, but a gen- typical power player. Hey, <laughs> did Listen. you hear about the um, the Skatha Tokyo Drift? Yeah, that was my favorite thing it, that ever happened. That is a that is a fantastic yeah. Getting the double dodge on the bear so that it can charge in, double dodge past, mauling someone back into your team. It's beautiful. Um, I can't wait. I haven't. I haven't gotten the chance to do that yet. Um, I have gotten some good maulings off though to to get games. And of course, as we know, uh, season four worlds is going to be won by Zachary Gray. Um, Ooh, getting nice. the trip. The trip. Yeah, he's going to get the triple mauling off on uh, on Alex Botts for the win for a six point Cena activation. Calling it now. Do it. 
bonus points if he also does the Tokyo Drift while he does it. That would be <laughs> just extra style. Um, Tokyo Drift's on stream. I'm going to be hyped. Yeah, that's going to be great. Uh, but no, in general, I'm pretty invigorated to try like uh, a bunch of different teams. Hunters are going to probably be my main competitive guild because I typically like to main like one guild per year per season or so. But, uh, you know, I've uh, been in the tank wanting to play been trying to like really desperately trying to get these weeknight vassal games so i can get some games in uh with like farmers and engineers and i don't know how many games a week do you get in mike oh god not many at all okay like one on average um (laughs) yeah i was about to hear like the one punch man training routine that you go through to be so good games a day no if i played a lot of games of guild ball like i might actually be good at the game um no i yeah i don't get that much practice surprisingly i try but it's it's a lot it requires a lot of travel or vassal which i am just like learning to be okay with uh but yeah so season four it's exciting Uh, lots of cool teams lots of cool things um, and we got a lot of questions. I think a lot of people are excited about season four um, because uh, we asked we asked for listener questions, and boy, did we get listener yeah, questions! We got like twenty five questions. Mm-hmm. So, so to kind of curate some of these down. Yeah. There's so though. Yeah. If you don't hear your question in here, it's not because we don't uh, love you um, or appreciate you, but it's because you asked a question about tier lists um, or it was a little bit repetitive. All I will say about tier lists is if there is a quote-unquote shelf of uh, of top-level guilds, that shelf is, like, overflowing with guilds, so I'm worried that it might break. It's getting a little too heavy, that shelf. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bang. Questions. Shot fired. Uh, let's see. JS, notorious troll, asks us, Actually, uh, uh, a very, uh, very, you know, normal question. What are the greatest season four design successes for each guild? And I'd say we all pick uh, one to two guilds and say a, a design success. So who's going to start me off? Lon's going to start me off. Um, I think alchemists are a really good design success. Um, I don't necessarily know. I think they're good, but I'm, I'm not sold that they're, you know, super guild yet but the reason i say they're design success is because so many people are excited about them like if you look at season three they were floating around you know like three percent played rate and now they're kicking them way up up there about you know almost nine so three times as many people are playing alchemist as just like a month ago i think that's incredible um so i definitely feel like that's that's gonna be my big design success i'll, I'll let somebody else uh, go on the next one I'm going to go straight out the gates, navigators and fish. So both of these have one thing I love, and that's Angel. And they went with all yes. the things that I wanted out of Angel's cha- Angel to get changed when I wrote a blog post like a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago. You had and a blog? I, I literally made a blog just so I could bitch about Angel. And I was like, okay, guys, seriously, just give her, like, a reduced tough n- target number on her on passes targeting her and give her a linked activation when she receives a pass. And so they kind of did both with Tappan and Fathom. 
So that's good enough for me. And then they added a tackle and dodge on one momentously uh, just to sweeten up the deal. So I've actually had fun playing her. I've even managed to get a game where I got all three of my goals that game was Angel. Nice. Mike, didn't you troll me for saying Angel was good on our last podcast? Uh, I trolled you for saying Angel was – no, for Lance uh, saying that Angel was, like, the greatest model in Season 3 and nobody just gave her a try. Uh, Chris specifically oh. said that uh, <laughs> he complained about how he wanted to be able to play her, and now they gave her everything she needed. I'm, I'm all aboard the Angel train now. I didn't think she changed that much. Uh, it was just just the linked activation was the only new thing i mean uh, linked activation and then universal changed to tap in yeah she was still good in season three you guys that's like mm, she's always been good mm, she's she's just wearing makeup now she's always been pretty there was one guy who was a german who i would believe when he says is good and then i try her out at a tournament and then she just blows chunks for me but you know I'm still not sold. Sorry. I mean, that's okay, Lon. Link is you're, pretty you play, good. You've always played a very safe Corsair style fish Ooh. game. That's not true. I'm I'm short born and bred, baby. Season one, been doing this for three years. It's just Sakana's better than every other squaddy in that guild. I mean, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> that's because Sakana is the man, but not but but Sad Kana is slightly sadder. Yeah. I'm, I'm still upset about that. The artwork? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All so right. What about, you, uh, what about you, Mike? What do you think your uh, design success is? Let's see. My design success. I think a uh, big design success. Um, uh, I could totally I could totally snipe out Dan's right here, but I'm going to go with the Hunters. You um, know what mine is. Because <laughs> it's probably Rat Catchers, yeah. Or something else ridiculous. Anyway, uh, I'm going to go with the Hunters. They, like, kept the character of the guild while, like, bringing up the options that they can do. And now, um, I don't know, everything's just, like, the things that were good stayed good and stayed, like, interesting. And they just added so many more options. Skatha may be a little bit too good. And maybe we'll talk in a, uh, in a future episode about why that is but like her play style is just like they made her play style what i think they wanted it to be the whole time and then they just yeah. like bumped up her squaddies uh, or the squaddies in the guild um including cena just in like such an amazing way that they're just like they have so many cool options and they like i think they do what they always wanted them to do it's just now that like that game plan actually leads towards winning the game which is kind of cool such a uh, nice dichotomy between Skatha and Theron as well. Yeah, yeah. Cover each other very nicely. Two very, very different, but still good captains. Yeah. Um, That's one of the reasons why I think they're better than Butchers. When people said Butchers were the number one guild, I'm like, mm, they still have just one captain you can plan around. You can't. It's way harder to plan around Theron and Skatha than okay. Ox. Who are these people that said that? That was the hype when season four was released. It was uh-huh. butchers are S tier, everyone else is below. Uh-huh. 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 Gotcha. That was the you official check my uh, my tweet that you were mad about now. <laughs> <laughs> was that was were you one of those evil people? I think you were. Maybe. Let's find out. <laughs> what was your design success, Dan? Uh, I'll just say brewers because 
it was a nice long con. Everyone hated <laughs> Esther's and hated everything about them and cried. And then they teased us with the turd that was Stave. So they were like trolling us. But actually, brewers are really good. Like they made a guild good, but were able to sell it as bad. And that was Steamforge's fault. <laughs> so I like them for having a guild. Sell it as bad. I mean, <laughs> he's he's like he's like he's not wrong. I mean, Jamie Jamie very clearly admits that like that Esther's reveal was like probably about as as boring as possible. It's like, hey, she has this really cool ability, but we don't, we will not tell you a- a- at all, like what, what, like you can actually do with it. But yeah, he'll he'll admit that. So good for yeah. Jamie. Yeah. So what's our uh, next question here? Uh, Doctor Longshank Sam uh, says, "What w- what's one change each of you would make the order to the order to make them good?" I'm going to start with Dan because uh, I feel like he might not make any changes. Yes, start with the most uh, mentally intact. I will say... (laughs) I'm just enjoying the visual of watching you struggle to answer or talk. Uh, I will not be able to listen to this episode afterwards. The, there's, I, do not, I, do, I do not want to hear the words the, that come out of my mouth. For the first time, you won't listen to us. I, the, order is, the order is good. Pride is the, like one of the best mascots okay. ever. And people are saying Pride's poo. Order's great. Wait, we have to have some. We have to have some words on this. Why? Why is Pride the ma- best mascot or one of the best mascots? It's like spicy. Thirteen boxes. Uh uh-huh. attack. Uh huh. It's got a huge ass base that's gonna block line of sight to the goal constantly. Uh huh. Counter charge on a mascot. Mascots are at best like a half a player. This uh-huh. guy is now doing full player activities on the field. Can I ask you an honest question, Dan? I need an honest answer here. You got it. <laughs> About how many order games you got under your belt? I have four. Okay. All right. Like the four horsemen, I am serving as a great and powerful <laughs> order. Great for the throat. Okay. We're going to have to have a, a chat offline because uh, I have really been frustrated by the lion. But we'll see. Uh, the one thing, I mean, the one thing that I actually, I will credit you, Dan, that I had been <laughs> like not remembering that he had actually picked up in season four is I do think that uh, Feral Instincts is a fantastic Feral ability. Nice. Um, and I think if anything makes him a, a like decent mascot now, it would be that because I love that on Snow, and I can talk about how that makes Snow a fantastic mascot. Um, the one thing, though, I'm not sure Order has exactly as good of models to put it on um i mean it's nice on brisket for sure but um i don't know fingers sure yeah like fingers like he needs to hit i mean it helps him to get that momentous three more reliably but like you either want full setup on i mean you typically want like full setup on him or just enough to get the momentous three um so it's good uh, but he only he's only putting three attacks through it, and it's like I don't know. It, it's definitely not bad. I'm I am not uh, against it, and having anatomical on uh, on a model is like when you need it is really good. I actually do like the fact that it would uh, it would impact his counter attack. That's kind of cool because he does have a good counter attack if you could actually hit the third column. So single doubt is sick too. 
Well, yeah, if he if he's hitting a, if he has anatomical precision and is hitting a singled out right. target on his counterattack, that's uh that's a pretty good spot for him to be in. Yeah, um, order, I really do. I just I've been frustrated with the lion and but anyway. Um no changes, Dan. He wouldn't do anything to him at all. Um, not even know. a little I mean, bit. You wouldn't make benediction you actually you can't <laughs> You can't improve a masterpiece, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I mean, here I think here are the the main things. While benediction is a fantastic model, uh, like one of my, I mean, as people know, I like literally never played games with Union without him season three, and he only got better. Just it's weird that in the order he doesn't actually really do anything. Um, yeah, in terms, Boink, you just sniped my advice or suggestion. Well, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll let you make the suggestion, but I just the I, the fact that like, <laughs> sorry, he is a good model, but like his once uh, signature ability is like meaningless. Um, is just it's like disappointing because he it makes it you like shit well yeah, but it's like super exciting in Union, and then you get into the order and you're like, yeah, benediction, this is his guild, and then you're like, wait a minute. Where are all the character plays that I get to channel through him? Um, they just don't exist. So, um, something that integrates him better would be really nice. And then I was talking about this. I think with a plum is kind of a like I don't know. It's a it's a fluffy ability, but I would like for it to be an actual kind of meaningful ability. And my my thought my thoughts were. Um, this is the season of crazy stuff, right? So, Dan, tell me what you think about this. What if if a plum was worth two victory points, bonus victory points instead of one? That'd be so sick. What column is it on? Four. It should, they should move it back to the fifth. That'd be cool with it. They uh, the fifth because they because they moved it down one in season four. If they move it back to the fifth, then I'd be cool with two VPs. Okay, It'd be something to aim for at that point. I feel like. You know, like be, right be now, setting plum, it up. Yeah, right now, like a plum, you just like it doesn't. I mean, I've actually never. If it happens. It's nice. You're yeah. like, well, if you're like, if it happens, you're like, okay, I guess this is helpful if I can either get to the mascot or clock my opponent out. Yeah. Because the chances of you do, if you are getting two with a plum goals, I feel yeah, like you could just get a third goal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're already, you're already yeah. doing something right, or your opponent's doing something wrong. Didn't All right. you say last time that it should be that the result should be with a plum and a tackle and a dodge? <laughs> the oh, first, <laughs> the first, yeah, the first triple column result. It would be great. <laughs> and Dan, Dan is just there shaking his head. I mean, that's going to be the next minor guild. All triple columns. Yeah, there you go. There you Design go. space. Um, Lon, did you want to say your suggestion? Yeah, sure. So the the thing that I um had kind of thought of is the thing that order is really good when they have the ball, right? So like, I think, it, you know, obviously you can't just have a permanent ball game unless you're Skatha. Um, but they, <laughs> Brisket really needs something to do when she doesn't have the ball. So I kind of was thinking back to original Brisket and seasoned Brisket and like, what if you gave her dirty knives, right? So you kind of, if you can do, you know, like throw a couple of knives out, when she activates, she does the one damage and the lowers the defense for like setting up Harry and Fangtooth. Um, that'd be pretty cool for the turn. Where, <laughs> It'd be um, pretty good. Yeah, the opponent like puts the ball off in a corner and there's nothing you can do. And you're like, all right, well, 
at least she can support her team's fighting style because they sure did add a lot of momentous twos and singled out and feral instincts like you said so but she can't really support that that fighting plan so, yeah. yeah i don't i just thought it'd be a cool callback to the original model as well and chris did you have anything to add no, I, I, mean, I stole your idea in the yeah you, you kind of sniped me but uh so benediction yeah obviously he's a good model on his own his raw stats are nice but he doesn't have really any significant output that sets him apart from say harry in this guild yeah um you just can't lose that hat aura yeah and and harry actually does something for the team that that benefits them so the order has it doubly i guess difficult or hard or whatever that the normal miners don't have normal miners you have four slots to balance around that won't also power up the uh other team the other, union yeah other yeah, guild yeah. so they order still has that but they also have one of their uh, like mutually balanced out ones, both tied to Union like super hard because of how well uh, Benediction right. synergizes with Union. So you're saying but, that like, by the yeah, fact they're, they're, basically four... a, they're basically a seven a seven model guild. So. <laughs> Every word I hear is colors. I need to go lie down. <laughs> All right, Dan. <laughs> Great to have you on. <laughs> Good night. Oh, God. <laughs> that was Dan White, everybody. Professional podcaster. What a, what a train wreck. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, I feel like this is going to be really great when he wakes up. What a and... yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, so. Hope he's okay. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, everybody. Pour one out for Dan. He may not be uh, with us anymore. No, no, no. Weed's not lethal. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's true. Right, so, uh, guess uh, we move on to the next one here. Yeah, yes, we do. Uh, we got we got two engineers questions. Uh, one from Reggie M, saying engineers seemed acceptable on paper. I'm not sure who they were acceptable to, um, but apparently they were acceptable on paper. But the results seem to show otherwise. And then also follow up, uh, WTF is up with the Ballista Season 4 win rate so far. Uh, we had mentioned this. Uh, stop reading into 2.5 weeks I, of data. Yeah, this is awful. This is... All right, first off, like <laughs> the, on paper, yeah, they're, they seem acceptable. I don't have anything, anything against that. But results, like you're saying results show otherwise, but results aren't conclusive here. These are like two weeks of mostly UK games that are you know what like how many games is there maybe 100 130 because they're not one of the super popular guilds among the play rates that Lon was talking yeah, about exactly. earlier they're on the bottom half right. the games yeah see so there's not a whole lot of games going on a lot of the power players so far have gotten in their games as things like hunters butchers fighting yeah yeah they're not like they're not going a lot of power players aren't going for the acceptable on paper guilds right as you put it 
So, I mean, basically stop reading into this. Uh, let the, as it'll, as the meta unfolds, as much as I hate that word, as people continue to adjust to these new changes, they'll adjust, uh, the engineer's win rate might go straight up. It might not, who knows? But, like, there's big changes that affect the engineers right now. Like, Hoist is an unkillable monster, and you get momentum on the kickoff, so they don't have as as ridiculous of ranged knockdown right. puckery that they do. So, yeah, just uh, try not I mean, to read right. into it so yeah. much. Get you good, right. play it out, you know? Exactly. They, they might You might end up being right, but just right, yeah. put, in, put, in, put a pin in it for, for you well, know, a couple months. Well, two it, things I want to. Oh, go. It's been two right. weeks. It's too early to yeah. do that. Yeah. Uh, well, two things I want to say. They yes, they might be right. Um, I mean, one of the things I think it, that might be contributing to it is, especially like, as people are trying to figure out, like, I think the game plan is actually still somewhat similar with like gunline into. I'll I'll talk about like the scrum engineers is what I'm naming it. My uh, hot strat for engineers in season four, um, but, like. The game plan hasn't probably changed dr- super drastically, but like little things about it do. Like for example, you can't just knock over a model when it's kicking and then have it be done for the turn unless they have condition removal. Um, you have to play a different game. You don't just like have hoist uh, necessarily on the pitch no matter what. Like so, you like automatically have access to true rep and you're throwing down all the blasters. Like there, like there's you know there. There are some change. The, I mean, the big change to the game being the kicking team getting momentum um, that impacts uh, how you know, like how the engineers will have to adjust. Um, I think they will still try to do a lot of the same stuff, but it will be kind of a slightly different way of of like approaching that similar game plan. So win rates might be low because people are trying to either a completely change up their play like play style while they try to figure out the team um and you know have mixed results or uh they're doing the same things that they were doing and they're not working exactly the same so they need to figure out and how to adjust but i'm telling you scrum engineers it's gonna be great just go back to what you did early season three uh when i played engineers where ballista you know colossus um uh you know uh what's it called you can take Salvo, you know, he's got a cool range knockdown. You get Gutter, you get your girl Gutter, and you just set up Gutter for days, and you kill everybody. It's amazing. So, also known as the Jordan Knockway of playing Engineer. <laughs> um, so, moving on. Next question. What do you guys think about Alchemist doing so much damage in quotation marks? <laughs> uh, this is from Dixon. Why is damage in quotes, Dixon? I don't I don't understand. Because it's, cause it's condition damage. So it's like conditional. <laughs> <laughs> Smoke is scary, man. Smoke is a spooky spooky girl. It sneaks up on you for sure. The damage alchemists do. I've played several games so far with them out of my 13 Navigators games. Like I've played maybe three or four times against alchemists. And each time the damage just like suddenly... You're feeling fine, and then suddenly you're not. So <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like reminds me of um, Theron, where you just 
keep it just keeps piling up and you're like yeah whatever yeah whatever and then it's like oh shit my whole team I is like, you help for that. like i should have healed more throughout this whole thing <laughs> yeah She's no scary. she Come is on. the one game i played with my masons i was like rolling over uh in the, the game i was like i got up to a pretty big um i felt like lead and then all of a sudden it was like okay damage is coming on models are starting to get low oh that's a lot of damage starting to get some models low one or two get taken out and it ended up i had to be like okay i need to just get a goal and finish this game because like my models are dying um so yeah exciting definitely exciting time to be an alchemist player for sure uh paul asked is scalpel that busted or have people just not adjusted um like well so first off scalpel is really powerful in season four um and very that's, good yeah i mean well the the basic thing like that people need to understand one of the most powerful things i mean positioning is like the most important aspect of most miniature games but like guild ball definitely so um because underappreciated too sure so like what is if you could think like what are the most powerful things you can do get your models into ideal positions and get enemy models into non-ideal positions. that is exactly what she does and she does it while she is also killing your models so it's not like she has to spend six influence to move all your models around and then they have six influence left she can spend six influence to kill your model one model and then move all of her and your models around um so that you are, you know, your positioning is now off. Um, right. Like, just as an example, she, like, I can't imagine playing uh, Season 3 Vet Rage into her because she literally just stops him from, like, he can never, either has to, well, he, I was going to say, yeah, he can never get his damage bonus unless, like, she is already activated or he has set it up, like, between turns and then goes first. Um but, like, yeah, she just, like, messes up everything he wants to do. So... And not to mention she's, like, lightning fast and has access to Midnight Offering. Yeah. So she's get, she's yeah. getting there. Yeah, she has a team that supports her as well. I think the thing to go with this, though, is that I don't think she'll be as immediately, obviously, busted. I don't... I mean, busted is probably an extreme word here, so... But I'm just piggybacking off the question here. You're saying so powerful. Yeah, powerful. So I don't think she'll be immediately as obviously powerful to everybody because you have um, – it's such a high skill curve thing, you know? You yeah, have to, she scales well with players. Yeah, so your, your best players know how to position things, and so they'll know how to position things poorly for you, where uh, an amateur player, they would probably be better off – I don't know. Amateur might be a mean way to say it. I don't know. Uh, anyway, intermediate the, players. Your the intermediate players might have a harder time getting as much work out of her as other beater captains, such as maybe Ox or something, where the what they do at face value is very, uh, very effective, hard to mess up, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm going to put it this way. I had Go a pretty good showing at at SteamCon, I mean, I didn't play in the uh, qualifier, but my casual games did very well. Um, Jamie Perkins wiped the freaking floor with me with Scalpel. 
<laughs> and like maybe I'm just kind of permanently scarred, but I think I'm probably more scared of Scalpel than any other captain right now. Like even more than Skatha for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, but, it's uh, well because she's not only is she like threatening to kill you, she's also threatening to like mess up your stuff, um, you, which Sk- with Skatha isn't doing. She's just yeah. threatening to win the game. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, her counterattack, like she's, you can't really counterattack her very effectively because of Spirit Bomb. She's she's spooky, man. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I think she, I I think the answer is people will definitely have to adjust to her. It's not at the level of like a you know re- season three release uh, Thresher. She is strong. I think there are some potential counters to her. Um, or less counters as like well as guilds that will have decent matchups into her. I think Farmers, Thresher, could have a pretty good matchup into her with the right lineup. I think Skatha, um, like, or really really any goal-scoring uh, team, but I think Skatha is probably going to be the best at it because she can always transition if they play really hard ball-killing. Um, yeah, like, those kind of teams will be that, uh, good into her. Weren't you saying that Farmers would be good because of the high health pools? Yeah, so like uh, the high health pools are a good part of it because she does uh, a decent amount of damage. Uh, she can do quite a high amount of damage, but like the best targets for her are like four one fourteen health models that she can with tooled up like pretty reli- easily reliably kill. Um, yeah. Models like yeah, yeah, like well, like a four zero twenty health model is worse for her because she's already 4-0 with the other model. So, like, her anatomical isn't helping her. And the extra health is, uh, you know, and the other defensive tech is more important than, um, you know, like, than just, like, a decent uh, regular stat line. So there you go. If you're scared of Skihapple, uh Just play Thresher. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I think there'll be other t- I think Butchers can play them. Like, it's it's a... It's a weird game, but like if you could threaten to kill her, she is only a sixteen box four one with a really really bad counter attack. So yeah, um, but yeah. Uh, Justin asks next question. Justin asks us, "Are fish dead now?" Um, and the answer is, according to uh, some uh, some cha- some new champions of of fish, no, they are not dead. Um, I also don't think they're dead. No, I mean, they're they're different, right? Yeah, not even too much to me. I I think they had some changes that make them different, but I don't think they're significantly like off the wall different. No, not off the wall for sure. And he's actually got a couple of brand new toys that he didn't have before. That's I mean, he's got, he's shark got is the same. Now. Yeah, yeah. A, well, he'll have, he'll eventually <laughs> he'll eventually have fathom. Um, yeah, but uh, I, I was gonna say, so shark is the same. But like Corsair has changed a little bit. I think his he does a another type of grindy game plan, but it's a different type of grindy game plan. But really, like let's be real, the Frank the, the game, yeah, well, the, yeah, the the push off the pitch game, yeah. Um, but I think they're yeah, still like they're still they're still bringing so much mobility and um, a lot of really good ball threat um, and some new ball threats. Um, yeah, I don't think that will ever be bad. Nope. There's just so many fun ways you can play them too. Like I, 
you know, I've been playing fish for a long time, but you know, once I saw the season four come up, I was like, I want to try this list and I want to try this list. And then Jared pinged me. He's like, what do you think of this? I said, I think that's awesome. You should try it. And just all these different things keep popping in my head. I don't have enough time to, to play them all. So it's, and fish have always been one of those guilds where like all of their squaddies are pretty good. So you can always come up with a bunch of different interesting ways, mm-hmm. you know, some of those ways are going to suck, but some of them are going to really be really, really good. And it's just a matter of time of figuring out what's what. And at the end of the day, you can always dice the crap out of somebody with shark. So there you go. Yeah. That question hurt my soul. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's the next question then? I think that was the last one actually. Because um, did we have any more? There's like we so we had a lot of people asking about. Uh, Tierless, and we, I think we had kind of already uh, addressed this. Like, tier lists are good for good. Like, like I get. I mean, I like to do it. Think about it for like in terms of like just kind of categorizing where the game is at, what teams are likely to play, um, what people are interested, what people perceive as well. Again, though, like just going back to it, remember that the balance is really good in the game, and like tier lists are ultimately kind of. kind of like an exercise in doing it because we can, but not because it's necessarily super meaningful. Um, yeah, just don't get too seriously involved in them. Um, I will say... Oh, it's still going to be most of your win rate. You can't like blame it all on your guild. Uh-huh. Here's, here's what I'll say. If I had to say a list... I think, again, any of the guilds are playable. But if, like, as a uh, you know, a player who's competitively minded, if I was to go to a tournament next week, and I want you guys to answer this too, um, the guilds that I would want to have um, a pretty specific or like have a game plan for going ahead of time into it, uh, because I feel like they need a game plan, um, are definitely hunters, uh, alchemists, morticians, butchers. Uh, and I want to say probably blacksmiths and masons as well for me. Um, what are you? What guilds do you guys are thinking in that game plan? Like I need a game plan for this guild area. Uh, I'd say like uh, kind of. I kind of drop the blacksmiths from that. Okay. I mean, obviously, obviously, still have a game plan for everything, but like, if you had to choose only the bare necessities. Eh, bare necessities. That's going to be the name of the podcast. <laughs> no, seriously, that's uh, going to be the intro music. I already planned it out. <laughs> awesome. I love that movie. Um, so if you had to choose just the bare necessities, I'd go with butchers, morticians, hunters. Then if you have time still to go into next ones, I'd look at alchemists, masons, and, and like, I don't know, choose whatever. <laughs> I don't, I don't, well, it's you. I, You're the one who's I choosing. I think here that's your top five that have like a good, have the best odds at winning. Okay. You know? Lon, um, I'm gonna say, first off, you should learn the crazy puzzle shit that Granite is doing right now. I don't think you need to do like a hundred reps into it, but you need to have somebody show it to you like at least once, so that way you don't get got. Um. Oh, can we? But can we really quick? I mean, just for a minute to put a little like actual real like game uh, advice. Fun. Yeah, yeah. Because we've been we've been very like high level uh, for our yeah, podcast, and sure. I apologize, I apologize to our listeners if you know like you want. We can definitely get into more specific stuff in our next episode. 
um, once we've had more games and more experience, but we're kind of just like overviewing things. But uh, just to be aware, the granite kind of uh, tech is the interaction between granites, between a rock, um, and Vet Harmony's. Vet Harmony's team player. Um, and just how basically it means that literally you can attack any model that is within uh, Vet Harmony's team player range and trigger granites, uh, granites between a rock, including attacking granite herself. Yep. Um, so it's yeah. just like this weird mental puzzle that you kind of have to think about. And I mean, just play, play, like if you do one Mason game, I think you'll be okay because then you'll see it and you'll kind of know what to, what's going to happen. Well, and how it could really get you is if you go into a model, a couple of things, like one, if you forget that they are in vet harmony and can just choose to take the damage over uh, Two, if you like position yourself. So like, I'm going to go in and I need like, the I need this many dice to reliably take this model out, and then all of a sudden it's like, like even if <laughs> they split the damage fifty fifty, and then they heal them both back up. Well, yeah, I mean, there's that, but I was gonna say, and then all of a sudden, granite is now like jogging over to you, and you're like, I didn't expect that minus two, um, coming from there. Yeah, yeah, but if you if you get like one Mason game, I think you'll be okay. What I would devote the rest of my time was like if I'm going to Second Wind or something big like that, I'm gonna play like a bunch of Alchemy or a bunch of um, Mason games and a not Mason, excuse me, Mortician games and a bunch of Hunter games. Like I'm just gonna drill those two because even though you know I think butchers are like strong and are up there, like you 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 know what butchers are gonna do to you, right? Like you you kind of just you don't necessarily need to see that one on the pitch as much. Um, but morticians and hunters, I think you need to like have personal experience on. Mm-hmm. Well, I think for for butchers, the thing you need to do is just like look at their playbooks and like kind of imagine with the potential damage buffs they get, just to get an idea of like. I the answer is it's a lot, but like you just need to get an idea of like where that damage level is going to, so you know how much you can like, how much is yeah. okay, yeah. like. Are. Yeah. 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 How much it's like, okay, they might kill my model here versus like, wow, I didn't realize how easily they were going to kill my model and then go kill another one or then go do something else. Um, I or like, like to assume that my model is definitely going to die if they're anywhere near. Yeah. But you're playing, you're playing like navs and stuff. So you're just throwing models away. I mean, yeah, basically throw model at them, score goal. God. Go, yeah. Accept their death. Shed a tear. <laughs> uh, excellent. So, um, yeah, I think overall, season four, it's pretty exciting. It truly um, has saved us all. Yeah, it has saved us all. And I am sad in this, uh, in our second recording, I did not get to gush about uh, how great Cena is. But just so you know, Cena's really gush great. About it. Go ahead. We got like, we're only an hour in. Um. Nah, we'll do a hunter episode. We will, yeah, we'll do. Uh, yeah, I th- we may end up doing will some. This one will be the bare necessities. Oh my god! Uh, then maybe I maybe they will. I don't know. We'll we'll figure it out. <laughs> Listen, we'll figure it out. Cena is Cena is good. You're gonna find out. Um, Tokyo drifting to a theater near you. Tokyo drift. I, I like that. That's pretty good. Um, and you know what else is good? You know what else is good, guys? Midnight offering. I think that's why. Everybody's up on uh, hunters and morticians. You know, people are really trying to like starting to figure out how good it is when you can jog a seven inch a seven inch walk uh, model 
<laughs> Twice. Twice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's really nice to be able to move across the entire board. I was actually yeah. playing, uh, real quick, I was playing a game against uh, Martin Koch on, uh, on Vassal. He was playing Fish. And he, uh, you know, he, he put, he is asking about uh, Skates with Threat. And he, you know, he knows it's like, you know, it can be ridiculous from things. But like he goes and he puts the ball out of like, uh, snowball and um, snowball and uh, pass, uh, snowball pass, and then uh, sprint range, uh, fast ground sprint range. So I think he was outside of sixteen inches. And then I'm like, yeah, yeah, like she can't, she can't get you from that. Um, like you know, that you're outside of her her total threat range. And I'm like, okay, next activation, uh, she's gonna jog seven up with uh, Zarola. Uh, and then he goes, ah, oh, goddamn. <laughs> Like now, I can just sprint into you and then go take that ball off your uh, close control model and score. So yeah, <laughs> Skiza does things. She also scored two. I had forgotten um, in another Vassal game that I had played against one of my locals about the snowball goal. So I literally spent. Uh, I like finished a game by like having Skiza go in and beat uh, Silence to death for the win. Yeah, uh, instead of just... I was at 11 points at the time. So instead of doing that, I could have just had her sprint uh, to tap-in range from the goal and just snowball a shot in for the final point. Um, you needed those style points. You needed that moral to be, that like, well, so, into victory. Yeah, but so I, I learned from my mistakes. So I, I realized, like, oh, yeah, I should be thinking about snowball. So instead, I just scored two snowball goals because I was playing against Shark Fish, and I was like, He's going to run all his models away from me and make it harder for me to get kills or goals. So I'm just going to get two. I'm just going to spend two turns with Skatha. Just allocate her two and just go uh, tap in snowball goal, tap in snowball goal. Yeah, <laughs> it's <for> 30. <laughs> it's <was> pretty great. <laughs> well, um, uh, that's probably been our runtime. So stay tuned, everybody, for widgets. Uh, follow us on Twitter at AnatomicalP. <laughs> or like us on Facebook. Uh, never get old. Uh, like because Facebook. you know what? If we get to more likes, smash that subscribe button. Yeah, if we get to more likes uh, on, you know, like us on Podbean too. If you get to more likes on Podbean or on Facebook than the pitch, I will send. Uh, I will send a random uh, subscriber, uh, person who likes the page, a set of the widgets. So a uh, little contest for you. Uh, and yeah. promoting our friendly rivalry. I will also look how professional we are. Yeah, I will also say. I will. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I will also send uh, Dan White uh, a, a copy of the the widgets along with um, <laughs> along with some like you know uh, medical uh, free medical advice because uh, he may need it after tonight. <laughs> Dan's got 201. When, when we get to 202, I will buy a follower a set of widgets randomly as well. <laughs> awesome. Excellent. All right. All right, guys. Have a good night. Good night. Ta-ta. You can't see me. My time is now. It's the franchise where I'm shining now. You can't see me. My time is now. In case you forgot or fell off, I'm still hot. Knock your shell off. My money stacked fat, plus I can't turn the swell off. The franchise doing big business. I live this, it's automatic. I win this, so you hear those horns, you finish. A soldier, and I stay under you fighting. Plus I'm storming on you chumps like I'm thunder and lightning. Ain't no way you breaking me, kid. 
fishing. I got the whole block wishing they could run with my division, but they gone fishing. With no bait, kid your boy hold weight. I got my soul straight. I brush your mouth like cold gate. In any weather, I'm never better. Your boy's so hot, you never catch me in the next man's sweater. If they hate, let them hate. I drop your whole clan. Lay your ass down for the three second tan. Oh, yeah. 